Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome everybody to our weekly podcast. And this week we're going into, as we mentioned in the previous episode, into an overview of the energy that is available to us for the coming week. So as always, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But hopefully this can be a guide to allow you to begin to see maybe life from another perspective with a different viewpoint, or even just allowing you to have some resources to help you move through the waters that we are finding ourselves in at this time. So welcome, BB. Good to have you here as always. Hi, Rosalind. So you are the little astrology woman. So I'd love to know we've got our little new moon today um, for us here in the Northern Hemisphere. So I'd love to for you to share sort of how you're feeling this energy or how you're experiencing it or what you see in it um, through the lens of astrology. Mm, yeah, so I mean, the new moon is sort of, it builds up on the energies of what we talked about last year or last episode rather, um, this, this Aquarian quality, you know, um, but to me, before we even dive in deeper, the new moon is just an opportunity to start something new. It's like a seeding moment, right? And I think the times we're in where things can just blend into one another, where we don't even know what day of the week it is, um, remembering the new moon and tapping into that it's like to me it's like a pause and then a beginning again it's like when you read a book and you just come to the end of one chapter and then the new moon is like the beginning of the new chapter so there's so much about this energy that's an invitation to pause to reflect um to yeah just to consider where am I heading where have I come this far and not necessarily having necessarily all the answers but just acknowledging it first and foremost as as this pause before we initiate something new mm. because like before the new moon we have like the dark the dark phase like so what is that space and everybody will work with the phases differently depending on their own background which is perfect but we have that dark darkness like so in that space for me it's like the perfect time to before starting into a new cycle to just be in that sort of maybe the releasing or the reflecting back as you said that pause and then sort of going okay checking in with myself you know not always like going well somebody said is this so should I feel this way but actually just checking in with my own unique being and my own unique way and seeing okay how am I in this space or how have I been in this you know if you listen to the podcast last week how have I been in this last week like know or a lot of people said about how sort of what we spoke about resonated with where they're at like so for me it's always that space of going okay maybe what actually needs to be tended to before I even start thinking about if it's a new moon what what do I want to begin because sometimes we're so quick to begin and initiate that we're we haven't cleaned the house a little bit to invite something new into the space like yeah like that that the dark moon phase um, before the new moon is like to meet something like this, a really enjoyable Sunday mood before you head into a traditional Monday starting week again, right? So it's this like a lot of self-care, taking it easy, seeing family, doing all the things you love, but there's a quietness to it. You know, at the beginning of the weekend, you might be out seeing more people and doing more things. And then towards Sunday, there's like a sleep in. And so those days leading up to every new moon, I think is, is like very much um, how can I tap into that quality? Because it's when we quieten down that we get these insights 
that we don't get when we force ourselves to find solutions. So, <clears throat> so, so much about the new moon is actually, for me, about the time beforehand, you know. Um, personally, I I always resist a little bit setting very strict, you know, this idea of how do I set intentions? Like this idea, because the moon and the sun in a new moon phase are in a certain sign or happen in a certain way in my chart, I need to set an intention that is, uh, and I think that can happen very quickly even with astrology. It's like, oh, I need to fit into that. So that previous period leading up to the new moon of actually like what you said reflecting what are my own what's coming up for me rather than what is this new moon all about I think is so important and from that place you can make better decisions right mm, yeah yeah because like like to me it's like sort of all the placements and all there like I can use all that information but I don't want to get lost and forget my own experience as well in it like so to me they're like the framework that I might might not know what's going on for me or might not have words for it and then I might read something or see something I'm like oh my god actually that's that's how I feel but I maybe didn't know how to give a language to it like but I think it's so important to check in with the self like because the whole idea of following cycles is to get used to our own rhythm off it so how I experience a certain thing will be different than how you experience it I might go god to me, this whole space today and the last few days has felt so much more open. Whereas in the previous cycles, I'm just like, oh my God, the, these moon cycles are flattening me. Like that way, like, so it's, and, and you may be going, oh my God, this one here, I just feel like I can't get my head together or, you know, whatever it might be, or I feel rushed or I feel chaotic. You know, so we're all going to experience it differently. So I think when we sort of track it ourselves, we get to see how we are, but we get to keep following our own cycle rather than trying to hop on somebody else's cycle or track like which I think is just so important in life in general like is to allow that information to inform us but not for it to be the ruling quality or the thing that makes me sort of shift my direction unless it feels really aligned like mm. yeah to me astrology is such so much of a roadmap of understanding my own interior life rather than trying to force create something that seemingly needs to happen in the external world right so it's just this having a language around something that is going on inside and before we can have even actually a language around so much has to do with awareness I think like what am I and and that's I think the work leading up to the new moon or any sort of not just a new moon the full moon all of those moments is how aware am I of you know in my own body what's going on how aware am I actually of all the subtleties that are going on in life you know of, of how I connect to other people what you know how I react to the world around me so without judging so the more I can notice that and the more I can be aware of that and that requires being present so all of those practices you know whether it's Reiki whether it's meditation whether it's a yoga practice the ability to be in the moment and notice more in the moment that's actually where you get all the information from then and that's what makes this very personal you know so yes we are in joint growth cycles as such because the new moon is for all of us in the same sign at the moment but it can feel so independent. It's so individual. And I think this is this is a, a choice. We can use a tool like astrology to either, again, fall into that homogenized world where we have to have a cookie cutter life, or we can use it to really free ourselves and find more of an independent expression, which sort of leads us into the second theme that we're going to talk about later on, right? About freedom and, and, and expression and where things might get a little bit more um, surprising and rebellious and you know, things like that. But all of that is really stems or comes back to 
what am I noticing and what can I notice? Yeah, yeah. And seeing even the main themes that are showing up in life for yourself, like or what's looking for your attention that you might not want to be giving that attention to or that you're feeling like you're in the flow with as well. Like, So it's, it's really important for people to sort of take the information, but digest it through their own system. Nearly like, you know, it's like being, we're all given the same food, but then what we how we digest it or what we take from it will all be very different for each person. Like totally and I think that's where when we think of moon cycles instead of thinking them throughout the month I uh, think of when was that connected to the last you know new moon cycle in Aquarius um, at some point last year and so how have I changed since then what has changed for me um, so doing that year long again that brings us into this cyclic growth you know where we think like okay we're back in February <laughs> a year later but so much has changed especially after last year you know yeah yeah yeah. just like we were saying last week you know if we stood back into this point of last year very different versus this year like that way but we can take from all of that to bring forward then into this next cycle like that way and say then like in terms of say the new moon and for people working with it it's that like as you mentioned that initiation that seeding and then I think it's also like you know for some people it will be on the new moon they work with it and other people will wait till they see the first little sliver of light coming back like sort of coming back as well like but it's a, a, a nice space for people to start like as we're sort of saying for me it's like you know where I'm at at this moment like going okay I still don't have that not the energy but I don't have the inclination to set big goals at the moment like you know like and we could be going okay like apparently now it's new moon Aquarius and I need to be setting this you know big intention now to carry me forth you know because I've got all this available energy to me from Aquarius for this sort of you know innovation and these fresh ideas and these different ways of doing things but if my brain's going I don't have anything to give you at the minute do you know, it's to allow ourselves, okay, so maybe I'm still in that space of using that energy to, to shed, to release, but to even just begin to nearly dip the toes into, okay, if I was just to allow myself to be in that energy without it being anything, what would be my intention just for myself to allow myself to be maybe where I am versus sometimes cultivating something new? Because I kind of get a sense from chatting to people now, they're like, for like for some, there's this like, yep, definitely this newness to hop onto, but for other people, they're still sifting through stuff. Like, yeah, it has a quality of emergence. You know what is emerging um, within you, and I think so much when we go straight to new moon and attention setting, we sort of I can see with people we go straight to the head, right? We think about, and although we're in Aquarius, but this this quality of thinking about when you really go back to any times you had had an inspiration or when something was emerging within you I think a lot of the times it comes actually through the body it's almost like we don't quite notice when it lands we just notice it it already has landed and it's like starting to pop its head up so in a way these every new moon um, across the year is sort of an invitation to notice what is emerging within you and this doesn't just happen on the very day that also that feeling can come, you know, we all feel it differently for some of us, you know, for me personally, it emerges like literally a couple of days after the new moon. That's when I actually can find a language around it. So for so long, I've tried to set an intention beforehand and leading up to the new moon and the words wouldn't come together. I just had a rough idea of like, oh, what's kind of like coming there but like it's literally a couple of couple of days later it's like all of a sudden it's just like oh my god I could find the words because I've actually started seeing it in my life 
And so I think that's the invitation to not limit yourself by putting too quickly a an intention that comes just from the mind and can you just notice what's already emerging within you. So not it's not force growing, but it's actually naturally just supporting what's already with within you, you know. Yeah. Sort of what's stern, even if you don't have words for it, but you might have a sense of it or an energy of it or an emotion around it that way so it doesn't have to be something I think sometimes when people think about setting intentions it has to be very tangible you know I am going to have or I'm going to be this or whatever it might be and I'm like it's for me it's more about how I want to feel and how I, how I want to experience life versus because I know from that other things will come as well like that way like so do you get a sense of like say for people working with the the new moon now and all like what kind of energies might be available to them or what energies are showing up for them possibly with the new moon in Aquarius well if you think of if if you take Aquarius as a sign and go and break it into its elements and it's 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 sort of energy expression so it is it's an air sign and that has a fixed expression so fixed means it's an internal experience it's something that's here to anchor something in to hold ground it's the inner space so with air governing our thought and our speech and our belief system and how we process life and everything that if you think of air is also like the, the, the parts that are not quite tangible to it so you know there could be something emerging along the lines of like what is it that you need for yourself in terms of quiet space you know space to breathe space to think you know um where is it that you need a sense of connection because air can give us a connection but the connection is quite different to an earth connection earth connection can be a handshake a hug you know that sort of visceral feeling in the body and air connection as you know can be even just having a conversation on zoom these days and so it's it's what but it's not so much about the reaching out it's like what are my needs around all of this and so i think a big invitation is with air actually to like how can i create space in my life first of all space for myself so i can even drop into the reflection so I can drop into just being me or am i at the moment always chasing something adjusting something <laughs> putting out fires you know so so there is so much about it's not necessarily slowing down so much but more so the quality of like do i have breathing room in between things you know what's what's the gap between the thoughts yeah yeah so it's like taking that space to integrate like taking that space to have that digestion of what's been going on this last month or this last six months or even since last year to yourself like but having that space to really because it's from that space and from the emptiness or from just having breathing room that we choose differently possibly like rather than if we're just stepping from one to the next we might not get a chance to actually shift direction or put our foot just that little inch in a different way which can make a big difference like and I think it's also like just sort of even that there is like to me it's sort of like this is this I kind of feel like it's just a space where it's like also like there's no rush like don't you know like it's like no just don't rush like do you know it's kind of like every cycle gives us that opportunity to place our foot and not that we need to be methodical about it but you know just noticing okay where do I want to place my foot next, you know, or my thoughts or my voice or my expression of self? And I don't have to do it all, you know, like at this minute of time. So if my intention is, you know, to start my business or shift direction in my business that I don't need to go, well, I need to be on 
everything now. Like, do you know, like it can be okay. Where does it feel like the the right next place for this little foot to step into? Like, so it's kind of, for me, it's like, you know, nearly you're only sort of seeing here rather than trying to project too far ahead as well. Like, Yeah, completely. And it's a shift as well. If you think of it's building on the quality of, of, of the previous sort of energies, which were earth. So you have an initiating earth and it's now followed by air that is internal and that is fixed. So there's this, you know, if you think of what were, what, what changed or what did you feel you need to initiate over the last month? You know, where did you feel structures changed? Where did you feel like you have matured in a way? You know, where were those things where you felt like you've started to realize you need to set new boundaries or loosen some boundaries? So now this understanding, this new moon sits sort of in reflection or following those those qualities like, okay, so this has sort of happened. This is sort of like what I see needs to happen in my physical world. Well, what needs to change in my thinking, in my self-belief, in my, you know, it's essentially in a way, it's also a widening and a horizon, but it's by an inner experience. So to me, so much about this Aquarius is sitting with self and like, let you go and, okay, there's no more space in my beingness for that kind of thinking, or there's no more space in my beingness for these sort of beliefs. So it's literally, it's like a, a very early, in a way, spring clean, but of the, of the inner space. Yeah, yeah, that's even like what you've spoken about there earlier too, like the language you were using, like, you know, if you think of the, the new moon is nearly like that kind of embolic imbo- spring energy, like, so it is the emerging, the stirring, what's already in light alive in me? Because it might not be, just because it's a new moon does not mean it has to be a whole new intention, because sometimes we might be working with the same theme, same intention over a longer cycle of moons or years or whatever it is. You know, like, so sometimes when we're working with the cycles of moon, we're like, well, like in 30 days, I, I need to see my results, do I not? But sometimes it's no, within that 30 days, you're adjusting, you're integrating, you're releasing, you're composting, and then you're taking the same intention, but with a different energy behind it into the next cycle. Like, so for me, it's like this space of like for the, every year but I just feel it more so this year of really reminding ourselves like okay so if we're awakening we might not be just manifesting straight away what we might have seen in previous years so it's like can I allow myself nearly like to sit and even take a space in my own house or take a space outside and sit in nearly space and how do I feel to be in that does it feel oh god this is a little bit no I don't like it I, I need loads of things around me or do I feel like, oh my God, actually, now I can actually, I can actually breathe, like, and now I can get my thoughts together. And now I might be able to actually have a, a vision, even if it's not clear, but an idea of what I want to call in. Because sometimes when there's so much around us, we're being informed by all of that versus what's inside us, like. Mm, yeah. And with that, you mentioned this, sort of these different cycles, they're they're all interwoven you know we know that because sometimes it takes an external shift maybe the loss of a job maybe the breakup of a relationship maybe maybe a new job maybe you know a windfall and uh, you know your incomes increase and you know you buy yourself something you know a new car whatever it is but with whatever changes sometimes in the physical domain sometimes that can help us stretch our horizon as well and sometimes it's the other way around. So these these cycles, whether they go through earth elements, through water element or the other two elements, there's always, if you think your life is always connected, you know, you all of a sudden you're in a, 
in a new relationship, you know, a really good juicy friendship and your confidence all of a sudden grows and you feel seen and then you step into business in a different way. So, you know, none of our growth growth cycles are so singular. So to me, a lot of this work is as well, not just looking back to the last new moon or to the last new moon in Aquarius last year, but it's also just where am I generally at? You know, what's going on in my life? It's, it's this integration of all the layers. I think there's an invitation and where it does make sense to kind of highlight these is because all of our lives, like things can also really mash together and blend together, <laughs> especially in these current times, you know, where all of those boundaries are dissolving, where I feel it can be just one big mush and we could almost miss our own growth patterns. So working with the moon cycles in that way on a new moon, it's it's also this acknowledgement how far we've come, you know, in all areas of our life. Don't let it just be restricted to whatever, you know, you feel Aquarius is, but Aquarius is also this mental insight, this understanding, this internal processing of your whole life. So sometimes it's not initiating something an action, you know, what's my new plan, my new goal. It can be that, but it doesn't have to be that. Sometimes also a reflective understanding of, oh my God, I always was so harsh on myself. I'm actually really capable. I can't believe I got through this. And this changes how you think about yourself. And that gives you then the fuel for other aspects in your life. Yeah, it's the internal review, you know, like not just the external, because for, for like, because there's periods in life where the external is just moving slowly, like in our own lives. Like, do you know, it's just like, it's like the little tortoise. It's just moving at its own pace. And somebody else could be the hare, you know, like in that little story we're not going to go into, but, you know, just like think of animals. So for me, it's like, but in, if I'm the little tortoise, and I'm like, oh my God, like, should I, should I be running now? You know, should I be like the hare? I can actually go, but there's maybe so much going on internally that's changing, but I might not just see the results of that in this moment in time. So, but as to really like, I'm like celebrate all those internal shifts because they're the foundational parts that make up who you are and sometimes we ignore them because they're not the you know I can show you you know if my business has changed or if I've got a new relationship but I might not be able to show you you know if I've let go of a pattern because it doesn't affect your life but it affects mine greatly like so I think it's really important even like if we're coming into setting intentions or working with our own cycles to to acknowledge all those parts as well yeah 100 percent I think to reflect on what is my intention we're moving into and and why is it that I want to do that, you know, because so often we want to move somewhere else because we hate where we come from. It's this new year, you know, end of the year. It's like, I can't wait for the new year because the last year was so shit. Um, so when you have those kind of things and work with your intentions, go like, okay, what are the intentions and why, what am I actually expecting? How do I expect to feel when those intentions comes into and what am I actually trying to move away from? And then when you have that insight, what am I moving away from doing healing work, awareness work around those, you know, are those all things that I've looked at? Have I integrated those so I can actually move on freely? Because we all know whether it's the end of the year, whatever your patterns were in one year that tripped you up, as long as we're not addressing them, they will trip you up in the new year in a different way. You know, it's like the issues we had within one relationship. If we don't look at them and understand them, they show up in another relationship, slightly different, but the same patterns. And so the invitation here also is, you know, what am I stepping into? And is that actually an effort of moving away from something that I don't want to look at? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. The way I, I always ask myself, is, what, what's driving me? Like, what's behind sort of pushing that there? And I, like, I always like I ask it for some people. They find it really insightful is just think about like, you know, what energy is behind that? Do you know, like, so rather than just the, the tangible thing or the things like more about going in behind and looking and going, okay, what's actually, you know, pushing me thinking I need more of this here or I should be trying to manifest this here? What's behind that? And is that actually conducive to me as a whole and to the collective? You know, like, or is it a little sneaky energy going, well, you, you need to be, you have to be, and you should be? Yeah, and that's exactly the time we're in, isn't it? Like catching, catching those thoughts catching that in a language that is so harsh at times, you know, and going like, oh, okay. So that needs to shift. So that's, that's a really, it's a really potent time to look at all of that. So think it of as like a, a internal refurbishment or internal uh, rearrangement, decluttering, um, and also addressing things that need, need, need healing. You know, if there's like a need to reach out to someone or, you know, that, 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 that's always, um, the case, but also remember that, the new moon it's not it's not an event that stands in isolation it's it's in a way i don't even want to say the first moment of a new cycle because this moment is also the last moment of the previous cycle so they're all interlinked but whatever is emerging for you now there will be plenty of opportunities along the way over an entire year and years to come but if you are tapping into then in a couple of months time the quarter moon in Aquarius and then you know the full moon in Aquarius sort of five six months down the road um, they are all moments where you get to pause and look back to this moment in time and so setting an intention or journaling or the way I like to work with it when sometimes there's no intention that I can actually write down because it's just more like a hunch and it's really hard to put into words. I'm I'm actually journaling and describing the situation I'm in. How am I feeling about everything? How I'm thinking about everything? So when I then look back at the quarter moon, couple of months down the time on the full moon, I can look back and go, okay, that's sort of the situation was in. That was sort of my state of mind. That's what I thought was possible. This was the sort of the harshness of my inner language. How have I come along since then? You know, so it's not necessarily about having, I mean, if you have a word, beautiful, put that down as an intention. One energetic word is always great to have, but I think it's also really potent to, sometimes we edit ourselves or distill to the point that it's then actually hard to reconnect to how we felt. And we also sort of polish ourselves, right? Like this word is not elegant enough. So let's, you know, make that intention even more beautiful to a point that we might not even relate to that anymore. So sometimes an intention can be rough and ready. It can be your language, you know, and you don't have to share it with anyone else. It's really just a marker in time. So when you look back, it reminds you of like a signpost. It's like, okay, this is how far we've come. This is what has come up. This is how we're dealing with things in a different way. So it's the initiating moment, the emergence of a whole 12 month cycle as such no like so you can have the trajectory to follow it and reflect on then as well like yeah that way like and like you can't miss it you know you can't miss like i really feel like, like there's some things i do not work with because i'm just so much in in the energy I'm just like i there's too much just going on like and it could be weeks later i'm like okay you know like i'm i'm, I'm reflecting on that there or using that energy like and i'm just like i don't i don't care like do you know it's kind of like you know when we chat about the the Celtic wheel now there people are like you know it's on this day and I'm like yep yeah, but like you know people go but Rose and I missed the class and can I work with it I'm like it's a whole season like yeah you can and I go even if it's not even in that season you can still work with the energies like because it's going to inform life in general so it's also to take the pressure off you know I have to get up at that certain time of the day on that specific time you know because sometimes we get so rigid and I think following cycles is going your rhythm 
really listen to your needs at this moment. Like, and as you said, for some people, it's three days before, three days after they're working with the energy off the moon. Like, so. Yeah, I yeah. love that when, you know, when you kind of take your eyes off the, the dates happens to me in astrology all of the time, you know, and I have readings all day and I do it for people all day and I'm going through a pain. It's like period where I'm, yeah, this feels like really iffy. I wonder what the, what's going on, you know, and it's only because I'm chatting to you or to somebody else. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, yeah. That's what I was kind of mapped out there for the last six months or 12 months. You know, I knew that kind of event was coming, but I think that's almost a way of, it's the yin way of working with it, right? It's not, I see something in a calendar. So hence I must feel a certain way or do something as like I love when it actually surprises you when you you know when you have that awareness and oh something is shifting hmm have a there's a different need emerging you know and then I can't quite put my finger on and then do the digger deeping into you know the cycles that whether it's astrology or from whatever tradition you're coming from uh, and you're like oh my god yeah now I have actually symbolic symbols so there's a symbolic meaning to it I have a language I have you know archetypal words and like oh my god now that I okay these are the words that I was looking for but I felt it first so I think with everything that we talk about today but in every show really I think it's there might be you know words or timings we give you but I think it's always about just feeling what's going on within you first or around you because that that's the whole point of having astrology or having cycles it's to help you understand what's actually going on in your world so if you're already seeing that beautiful yeah you're having your loved experience off it like you know like and all 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 the other things is giving you reference points to it or understandings possibly or language into it but you're already having your loved experience off this new moon like you know like and uh, you may be feeling it deeply now you may be feeling it a few days leading up to it or it could be you know in the days afterwards like or in the longer cycles of it so you're how you can't not have your loved experience of it like so as, as it comes back to what you first shared it's that it's the awareness then like if I allow myself to be where I am at this moment, then I will can cultivate my awareness around what's available in this space for me. Like, and then I can work with it with the new moon and setting my intentions. And if I want doing my little ritual or just being aware of it without doing any ritual, like, do you know, like, but I can work with it in my own way, whatever my tools are like. Yeah, I think rituals are beautiful because they can give us an alleyway into an experience. Same the way yoga practice, a physical practice can give you uh, a portal into being more in your body. But you don't have to do them if you're already, you know, feeling it. Like you can still still do them, but understand them, what they are. They can guide you into a deeper experience, of course. But first and foremost, it's like touch base with whatever you can already be aware of and start there and then use rituals, practices to go to go deeper. Yeah. But I, I love that idea of what you're saying, like what has already landed within within us. And it's such a nice segue into sort of the other big <laughs> thing we want to talk about. Yeah. Segue away. <laughs> So this is a, this is an energy equality that um, has been already coming into our awareness, and it's it's sort of what shapes uh, pretty much as a base tone uh, most of the months of this year to varying degrees. And um, so what I'm talking around is like from an astrology point of view, it's the square between Saturn and Uranus. But before we go into like way too much astrology, is like. How can we bring it back into a sort of a language that, where again, that helps us to understand what's going on within us? So when we talk about those two archetypes, Saturn and Uranus, do you want to 
do you want to just like maybe help us understand even one of them, Rosalind, um, how that quality could show up already in our life? I would say even start with the word square, like, so if I'm in a room, I might, no, I'm a, a Saturn Uranus beside each other, cozying up together, like, do you know, like, are they facing off? Are, uh, do they even see each other? That would, are their energies even aware of each other? Like that way, like, so square obviously is like, they're, they're aware of each other, like that way. Like, so to me, like when I, and I'm no astrologer, like that way, like, but to me, when I think of like Saturn, I just think of, I think of sort of the, the, the structures, the challenges, sort of the tests. It's kind of like, it's making you, not making you, but it's allowing the space where you're, you're beginning to really see your 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 stuff, your karma or the challenges that keep repeating themselves and coming up. But it's also to me, it's like that little part that's going, yeah, but I want to change this here. Like, you know, like, why not? Let's do this here. Little, little rebel coming out going, yeah, but like, you know, I know if we told we can only do it this way, but like, hmm, I think maybe we might be able to do it this way. Or I've only ever done it up to this stage thinking I, I was only possible here so then I sort of breaking through like and that's how I would say sort of as, as that sort of the the structure that is there like but it's like it's wanting to break out of it at the same time like but also create through breaking out of one creating another one to hold it like that way like so maybe it's a bit more space in it or a bit more expansive like so that's sort of the way I would feel but it's like it's by tearing down those structures or allowing us that ability to do that, it's given us more strength then, like for the next phase or the next aspects of ourselves. Like anytime I've had Saturn in my life, you can feel the little, you know, like the elevator, like doors close and you're like, oh no. <laughs> and your brain just goes, remember, it's got to happen. <laughs> you know, like this is like for, this is for you to have different structures or different ways of being and life. Like, you know, like, so that squishiness is just reminding me you're already feeling squished anyway, Rosalind. Do you know, like, so can you allow then that either through the healing work or doing whatever you need to do to allow that to shift and change then, like, so that more supportive and more natural and more me structures in a sense or containers can come into place then, like. Yeah, I love that. And what what I also resonate with in Saturn is always this idea of a certain way of growing you know it is not necessarily this jupiterian way of growing where we say yes to everything mm. yeah. you know the sun's out and opportunities coming your way and yeah you know for some of us that might be presently happening but for most of us you know we're not going probably through that joyful growth of like new horizons where do we travel next what's a new impression going beyond where i've ever gone before you know so saturn is a different way of growing it's really interesting because i think both are so important for us to to connect to the way we grow with Saturn is by mastering something so the way we grow with Jupiter is by saying yes to everything and being exposed to everything um Saturn reminds me sort of if you think um a Zen master or if you think of you know a Tai Chi teacher master that really is slowing you down I was going like yeah they're all fancy moves but right now we just look at the way you stand <laughs> you know um in, in in an asana practice it would be the typical come back to tadasana come back to standing poses like how is your weight shifted across your feet you know so Saturn has so much to do about can I grow into the details enough can I not avoid the details Jupiter wants to avoid all the details Saturn is like yeah, that's beautiful. But if you're not looking at the details now, they will trip you up in future. 
So there is something that within us that is invoked in terms of what is it that I'm at the moment, you know, mastering, where am I growing a little bit more mature about it? And then with maturity, if you think of like the last year, what has happened in your life, where has that challenged you, you know? And then with growth and maturity, it can also be when Saturn comes in, we can either grow out of an experience into harshness or we can grow out of an experience and really mature and master something you know it's like the piano player that concert player that really sits down and does scales you know the jupiterian growth would be when he gets then again lost on stage and you know has this massive elating experience um the saturnian growth happens to sit down and do the simple work repeatedly over and over so with saturn it comes also a slowing down because if you want to look at details you have to slow down it's like those elevator doors have to close because you right now you don't need to look at all of those other things that are out there and tempting you got to look really at this whatever is here in front of you so with that being one quality and then uranus this other quality of shaking things up so you have you can feel there there are two qualities of Saturn looking for stability and structures and keeping the way things are. And then Uranus comes in and goes like, yeah, but who are you really? You know, deeper down. I mean, this has all been great so far. You know, do you have breathing space? Do you need more freedom? You know, where how, do you feel a little bit confined in how you're living life? You know, so there's an incredible amount of rebelliousness that can come up in Uranus and you might even feel that as well in your life as a result of last year you know we're all sitting at home lockdown number three where we kind of feel like I had enough now so this sort of I had enough now and as a result of having enough I'm actually willing at looking at doing things in a different way that can be that Uranian quality we go I just need freedom you know in whatever way that expresses itself you know um, so these urges when you feel them in your life that that's sort of when Uranus comes in and then when the two square off, it's it's like a square, as like you said, they're sort of sitting, they're seeing each other. They're not necessarily opposing, but it's like a quarter moon. If you come back to the moon cycles, it's like, it's a checking in and there's a certain tension. And I think we can all feel that. But again, it's not a tension just so you feel like between being in between a rock and a hard place. There is a tension with a square that wants to materialize something, that wants to eventually create something out of this. So when we work with those energies, the quality, the question is, how can I take the higher frequencies of Saturn with an awareness and a maturity and a growing? And how can I take the higher frequencies of Uranus, of the freedom and the courage to find authenticity, regardless of what everyone else feels around you? And how can I have that tension, that pouring, that wanting to hold ground and wanting, on the other hand, to destroy structures? How can I be in that creative tension and what's emerging for me as a third solution you know that like the buddhists talk about the third way you know it's not either or but what comes out of when you're standing in that tension mm. it's kind of like what we were chatting about earlier on like what one foot in the the past in a sense even though it's still almost the present and one foot sort of trying to find its way into the future but we're all in that we're like stretched across the bridge we're like the bridge at the minute but we maybe haven't landed on the other side like so it's it's to me it feels like that kind of a space like and like even if like watching you speak or when we're speaking like when we chat about Jupiter our hands automatically go into this big like you know sunrise almost because Jupiter is just expansion like and we're all like we all love that feeling of our whole being being going woohoo like summertime oh yeah here I am yeah life's good everything's like coming to me and I can see oh it just feels so rich like and then when we chat about Pluto our hands automatically come to like the like the little elevator doors closing and 
you know like and what comes when you speak is like the the tarot card the three of coins where it's just like we're in this little space we're looking at what we're doing like and if you think of everything in this last year the masks the social distancing all of that is you know our world getting so small so we have to we're nearly being made in a sense look at what's what's in front of you like uh like and then i always sort of think of uranus as that that little sort of electric spark coming in as well like do you know within that there we're trying to be so to stay here in the ground and you know just try and keep going you know, do things the way we've always done them and then like Uranus is coming and going and you know put an electric current going like going like let's let's maybe do something a little bit eccentric or a little bit different or a little bit that we maybe haven't done before do you know so it's like that little buzz up the back end like of going let's try something that isn't what we normally do and we're in that little tug do you know because we're going but like you know am I maybe I'm the only one who's like you know maybe like but if nobody else has done it before then maybe it can't be done before and I kind of feel it's like and it, it sort of comes in with that Aquarius energy too it's like that we get we get to now sort of play and experiment you know with what is possibly possible for us and how we just do our day to day, never mind how that affects in the greater wilder world. But as and we get to go, but like I really like, I really love working it from home. So hmm, can I set up the structures, the systems? Maybe not this moment, but can I begin to dream them in? Of how would that feel? Just for now, it doesn't have to be forever, but just for now, like do you know, like or it's like yeah, I really hate this here and I can't wait to get back into my little environment of working in my office or being with my friends or whatever do you know like but to me it feels like you know that spark sort of moving moving through you as well like that way so it's like you're getting the little ideas that maybe you thought aren't possible but now you're beginning to go hmm maybe if I just give it a shot sure and see Mm. I love that. Yeah. And it, Uranus comes in with like, with such a surprise, sometimes where we surprise ourselves in terms of all of a sudden we have the energy for it, but maybe in our mind, we're not prepared just to go there yet. So before we always get to open up and dream up new things, there's always this, this realization that whatever we're in is not working maybe anymore. Um, and also this Uranus can come through with a, with a sense of it can look to others courageously. So anyone that has sort of a pronounced Uranus within them, there is like sort of this innate rebel. And that person is not necessarily trying to be rebellious or trying to do things differently. It's like the Uranian energy is just like, you know, just doing its thing. And the world around you goes like, oh my God, you're so courageous because you are, I don't know, you just start a new business or you travel across the world or, you you know, there can be these projections of curi- like courage onto, onto that. But when we take that idea, so what's happening at the moment is like, there's an opening that Uranus brings in. Uranus at the moment is in Taurus, which is fixed earth. So it can feel like an earth shaking. So it's like an earthquake, you know, this idea of like, oh my God, my job has been ripped away from me. The way I'm working isn't working. You know, it's, it's just not working anymore without necessarily, Uranus isn't like as a quality, isn't so much interested in you having it figured out in your head. Just, it just like needs to open you up, shake you up, you know, whisk you up. Um, and so we're experiencing that in a way. We're experiencing that, you know, when you're, again, if you think of like a, a Tai Chi master or this traditional way of, you know, being put into the pool because a mentor, a teacher knows you're ready for it, but you totally doubt your own capabilities. So it can feel to us sometimes like that, that we are forced to swim in a new 
in a new environment where we don't even feel we have the courage or the ability for it. So this can be the quality of Uranus. On one hand, it can be beautiful and shaken up and I'm like, we see new horizons. Oh my God, that would be so great. On the other hand, it can be really jarring to the nervous system because it doesn't come with a manual. It doesn't come with like, by the way, I tear that foundation away and this is the one, two, three, because it really wants you to be so authentic and connect to who you really are on, on that, from a spiritual point of view, on that deep, deep level of, of, of soul level, you know, that the material world, not that it doesn't matter in a way, but they're two, they're, they're, they're worlds that infuse each other. You know, we can feel stable within ourselves, even when everything else crumbles, but our material self is still having a freak out in, in the material world. So there can be all of that with Uranus coming in as well. And I feel like the reason why we're talking about this is, is so you can see that in your own world. Like, where have you felt these levels of anxieties coming up? Because, you know, there's all of a sudden a cul-de-sac where you knew that was usually your go-to road <laughs> to do things. And all of a sudden you've been turned a different way. And so where are these anxieties coming up and, and just notice them and hold yourself kindly in that, because that can be a side effect of Uranus, you know? And then Uranus and Saturn having these conversations with one another um an opportunity to look at these squares is to really notice how is the mind being stretched and where are these old ways of thinking or doing things that are just not working anymore you know so it is a complete renovation and it's not necessarily a gentle one um but I think it is, for me, it always helps to understand what really the goal of it, all, of it all is. It's like evolution. It's evolution in our own life, but it's also societal evolution, right? Yeah. Where we all heading. Yeah. For, for me, sort of like when you're chatting there, I was chatting to somebody recently, like, and they were, they were just sort of sharing about where they're at in life and all there. Like, and I was just like, that's just, that's just a theme of the, like this whole year sort of thing. Like, I was like, that's just, that's just where we all are. Like, but when we're in that space, we can feel a little bit, uh, is it me? What's going on? And you could see the head was activated. Like, so it was like this sort of like, you know, I've done all this training, I've done all this work to get here. And now I'm looking at it going, why was I doing all that? And not from a place of, but like, what's that going to be? I don't know yet. And can I be, like a little bit of everything that I kind of enjoy or do I have to stay with the norm as and you have that one career or you are that one thing you know and some people are built for just the one thing and other people aren't they they thrive in a different environment of three or four different things like and they're like you know but can I be you know that that artist can I be also maybe that person you know is the I don't know works in the business as the career person can I also then be the, the mother or the father or the part you know can I can I be those things that I initially they were thinking I'm just going to be this one thing you know and I see that as the, that that sort of shaking up is like oh I was thought I was on this firm ground of this is the direction I'm heading and then the grounds begin to shake and I'm like do, do maybe I want a wee bit of everything but I don't know if I do and like what, what, what do I do now and I was like go on and sit and go what prevents me from thinking that I can't be a little bit of all those things but also maybe I was saying like this share mother, even thinking about what are the commonalities or the threads through all those things that make me want to do them and without the labels on them even. Do you know like so and even I see that in my own life as it's like, you know, you're looking at everyone going, I could be a little bit of But it's like just go and let let the ground be shook nearly, as uncomfortable as it is that way, but to nearly start 
it's nearly like don't expect the puzzle pieces to fit in together just yet but allow them play with putting them together and going I don't know does that match does it not but have that space to do that like is what I would say to people like is use it as a place for playing for bringing things together and then discarding them five seconds later if you're like yeah no actually that's not it do you know like because when the ground's shaking and we don't feel we have that sort of solidity to ourselves and it's definitely maybe not in the outer world it's then the space to okay even coming back as we mentioned earlier to this little the ground what can I attend to here what can I look at in this moment then that allows me to still allow all that shaking up within me and the external world to happen but that I feel that I'm tending to myself but that I'm whether it's my soul my calling what I feel is asking me to do can I allow myself to start dipping the toe towards it or dreaming it in or just sitting with it or having a conversation with it whatever it might be like but for me the whole like so much when I look at my clients and myself it's just like yeah you're you're just being shook on to maybe the, the the right destiny line versus the one you thought you were on, which was a beautiful one too, and so much worth to it. But to me, it's always about where are we all going as a collective at the end of the day and where are we as individuals going then as well? Like, do you yeah, know what I think it more? definitely has... Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think it definitely has that, you know, fork in the road quality, watershed moment, you know. And I think there can be as well a lot of frustration around the whole fact that, you know, I've trained in all of this or I've built a steady foundation for my family in this way and now it's been all taken away from me. So this idea that it was all in vain. Um, and so I think one way of working with that has really helped me. Like these things that you learned and studied and the way you went through life, ultimately we're all going through life school to actually develop inner skills eventually. And through those inner skills, we can actually create more safety and security for ourselves in the outer world or by actually co-creating more fluidly with the world around us rather than holding tight. So it's not that everything was wasted. It feels like that until we start to integrate and understand what have I actually learned? You know, how has it shaped me? I think that is that is so much at the moment ask for that internal work of, okay, I'm not going to work in that job anymore. What has it taught me? You know, I, I don't get to do that anymore. How have I grown from that? And then from that place going forward. So I think feelings that might come up may have actually have been coming up since since last year. I mean, this Pluto activation um, can just feel in your body in a system as anger as frustration um you know and that's that's sort of i don't even want to say a lower vibration of uranus but sort of a byproduct of a uranian activation is when things are getting shaken up on one hand you're like oh my god that's amazing freedom and let's try something completely new this gives me the you know these current situations gives me the right and the possibility to just try anything because if it just goes belly up everything goes belly up at the moment anyway so i can just be a bit more free on one hand on the other hand, Uranus can also bring this 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 quality of, um, yeah, where just this deep seated anger and frustration with life is now also surfacing, and I think that's what we also see collectively. So how to work with that is, I think, really important to not suppress it, but start to become mindful of how you express your frustration, how you're sitting with your own frustrations. Are you acknowledging it yourself? Do you have people around you that you can voice it to? You know, how are you dealing with anger? And I think these are all those qualities that are, they're meant to come up, you know, anything that we've stored or anything that's just passing through us, 
you know, sometimes it doesn't have to be even that deep. Sometimes you're just frustrated with the moment and that's, that's that. But to give voice to that in a way, you know, as we're all living together so closely, how can I be true to my frustration and verbalize that with the people around me without angering them and frustrating them? So instead of creating a wildfire, how can we all tend to our own flames that are going on at the moment, supporting each other, but not creating this big bang of our, you know, and an argument in a family or, you know, a breakup with friends that doesn't necessarily need to be there, you know, because we're all growing in these different environments. And I think that's collectively as well, the big invitation, you know, when we look at the big collective shifts and the frustrations that we all face, how can we address the themes and topics that need addressing, but in a way that we don't tear each other down or we tear humanity apart in that way you know i think that's collectively the question but that's always you know as a collective we're all a lot of human beings so what happens on the inside is happening on the outside so noticing that noticing how things maybe play out with with that you see on and on, on the global scheme that you know it might infuriate you more notice things how um how other people are dealing with that whether that is an inspiration to you where you go oh my god that is really eloquent and it's really honest but it's not passing the flame on to the next person so if you have people like that in your life whether they're physically in your life or whether they're people biographies that you read but i think that would be a really helpful tool at the moment to not suppress the anger but find a real healthy way of expressing frustration anger fear all of those mm. mm-hmm. and they're all a natural part of it like because when we're being rearranged like like i can go this is needed for me like i can only speak for myself this is needed there's no part of me going uh, I should have ordered this 10 years ago no thank you very much that way like but I go this this is needed like but doesn't mean I'm enjoying it like <laughs> do you know like in a sense but like it's like we to me that's where we need the support then like we 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 need to be able to have our space to go to like and to be aware of like if we're chatting about Aquarius and it's like the moving from the individual to sort of more the collective then we need to be really understanding of the impact that I have through my words, through my voice, through my actions, through how I show up online or what I comment on or whatever, or whatever. Do you know, like, I need to be aware of that. They're not as a, you know, shutting down, but as in just aware, like, and I, as you said, am I adding to this or is this, you know, providing something of value, like, to it, to the conversation, to the process versus of just, I, I'm so pissed off that if they're pissed off, feck it, let's all throw it on together, like that way without standing back and going, okay, so by communicating and using my voice in this way, what am I wishing to, not even the consequence, but what, what am I wishing to add to the conversation, like possibly, like that way, is it fuel? And it's not about adding water either, like, you know, well, I need to diffuse this here or I need to be right. But to me, it's so much, for me, it's so much important to understand, so much important. <laughs> it's important to understand, like, you know, what, what, what is my intention behind this and what am I trying to add to it? Like, mm. and, and Uranus is in, in fixed earth in Taurus. So there is a level of embodiment that comes through that. That's asked as well, how I'm embodying myself and, 
Um, and also really important here as a guiding light, maybe just your your values, you know, this connection between Venus and, and Taurus, for those of you who are interested in, in astrology, this idea of what are my guiding lights, what are my ethical principles, you know, um, to, to refine those and not throw them all out and then filter through what's my anger, how can I express it, what's, what needs sharing, in what way and with whom. I think having healthy release valves as well is really like, what are your ways of how you just kind of let loose? Like, are you, you know, we got a punch back last year at some point, physically punch back, you know, or punching pillows or whatever it is you need to do or step up your, you know, your running game or, you know, whatever it is, you need to go out into first and just scream. Like we all, there are ways that we can tap into really release this like over, the, the intensity of it all without losing the essence because there are for sure things we need to look at within ourselves and within ourselves. So the question is like, how am I embodying myself? You know, what are the values I stand for? Um, and then also with Saturn and Aquarius, you, you said it's about, you know, my my mind, how am I believe, like, what are my beliefs? How am I structuring things in, in the way I even go about things? You know, how my ways of how do I problem solve when it comes from, from the mind even game? Like what parts of my mind are really healthy and what parts of my mind are sort of like limping halfway and chim, you know, adding their opinion every two seconds that isn't that helpful. So there are a lot of areas I think that we can work internally while we not get to do that much externally. Um, but I think it, it's needed because these are all things that are rising to the surface, which both of those and then those planetary qualities add as well on the back of last year but something is rising to the surface that if that had been staying suppressed for us individually or collectively that fork of the road we would have just kind of kept going in sort of a direction that you know that, that wasn't as 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 well aligned with us so to me it's it's so much is about importance is about understanding um Understanding the difficulties, give them their attention, but also have a greater context and see where we're actually heading. Beautiful. Anything you'd like to leave our listeners with, my dear? Um, I mean, I think I say this every, every recording, be very kind to yourself. <laughs> um, that That is um, a really important aspect. Um, and also, I think the possibility of fun you know, getting very creative, how you can induce a little bit of curiosity and fun into your life, whether it's in the confinement and home, whether it's, you know, is there a way of creative thinking that, you know, that allows you to come up with something, you know, shaking it up. So the qualities of shaking up is there anyway. So can I tap into that and, and have some sort of sense of humor? Because those qualities that we talk about, whilst they can hit us sort of on a heavy level, they don't have to be like that all the time. The reasons why things are cracking is because, there is more potential, there is more joy, there is all of that, that Jupiterian growth underneath it. So the question is, can I stay with it, but not drown in it? So anything that helps you to lift your spirit, any sort of things that help you feel good without bypassing the issues, I think they're all the go-tos. What about you? What would you add? I would sort of suggest <laughs> for me it's like get outside and just walk like I just walk that way like so outside nature but it's for me it's really about just staying in this moment like do you know like really not trying to project too far my five-year plan my 10-year plan or even like you know people going about setting their business goals for this year and I'm just like yeah no I'm just gonna play the whole year with everything like that way so for me it's that very much if I'm way projecting too far ahead 
can I allow myself just to come here very short term because it's kind of like things are shifting and changing throughout the year so it's like don't feel I have to anchor myself into anything don't feel I have to commit to anything or anything I commit to to know I can change my mind if in three months time you're realizing this actually wasn't the way forward for me that I can shift again like so to me it's like allowing this openness within everything of not trying to put a label on it or not trying to box it in or do anything to allow a fluidity at the same time to be in sort of the like if you think of as you said things are shaking up things are cracking so can I just allow that sort of that gold light to flow through it you know if you think of the gold in Japan you put the little gold gluing it all together but to allow it to flow rather than trying to piece it together to let it to move through it and to also really understand that some of the things that worked for you over the years might not you might think they're not working. It's not that they're not working. You just maybe need something different at this time. Like, So to experiment, even with your self-care, how you tend to yourself. Beforehand, you might have did like, you know, well, like for me, it might be walking an hour. I might maybe two, three hours a day now, like that way. But that's just how I move things through myself. And that's how I move through and process my life as well. Like, So I just go and chat to myself or get Liam gets chatted at so it's to allow those things to shift I think as well and give permission and it's not that they're wrong or they're done for or they'll never come back but to allow I need maybe need something different yeah so then the final little question my dear have you anything coming up in the next week or so that you'd like to share about um I've been (laughs) head deep in the last week in in creating these design guides um so they're sort of like available now for everyone and so there's a human it's a human design approach um to helping you understand like how your mechanics work and i think it's 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 written it's totally personalized to to each and every one of you um and it's just a way of making very clear the tools you actually have available to you specifically in your uniqueness and I think especially in those times that we're going through at the moment to anything I mean anything that I can get my hands on that helps me to understand how I'm actually designed to work what can make things easier and more approachable um, is what I say yes to so design guide that's online on the website and then I have a couple of workshops coming up on human design so for anyone that's really new to it I have an intro coming up um and then also for those of you who are already read a lot about human design and ready to kind of piece together the individual parts a little bit more, uh, I have a human design 2.0 workshop coming up as well um, this month. So lovely, yeah, exciting lovely. new things. Um, and they're well, online I, too, just because yeah. I know some places are in-person working all there for certain countries yeah. and all, but they're online for anybody who wants to be there. But I've seen the design, you shared it on some parts of it on Instagram. Yeah. It looks really beautiful. So it does. Thank you. Really, really yeah, beautiful. Been a labor of love. Yeah, it's been <laughs> what about you? What are you sharing at the moment? At the minute, uh, not very much. I am available for my shamanic healings and my Reiki treatments, and then my walk the wheel is sort of the main offering at the minute. Like that was so the next gathering for that isn't until March. Like that was so mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just sort of tending the soil for other people as well in the healings, but just taking space like yeah, that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's all Lovely. good. 
Mm-hmm. Like so, my dear listeners, thank you very much for your attention. We do always chat at the beginning about how we're going to keep these short and sweet, but we let it be what it needs to be. So some weeks will be longer, some weeks will be shorter, possibly. Um, anybody who knows us really well knows that that might never happen, but we aim to try and get them in. But take this episode, digest it in your own time as well. Come back to it maybe and take some little exercises, but go gently as always into each week. Um, we are in change in time. So I think that's the most important message is to be really kind to ourselves at all stages. And then if we can extend that to other people, that would be really good as well. <laughs> so we look forward to connecting with you next week and enjoy your week. Bye. Bye guys. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. <laughs>